Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Do you download or do you stream? I have no idea, but I appreciate it either way, and I hope you had a great weekend and glad you're back for a fun trip report. We're headed out to Baltimore, Maryland today with listener Michelle talking about her trip down to Walt Disney World just last month for the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend. But don't worry, we're not just talking all running. We're talking about her stay at the Dolphin over at the Swan and the Dolphin over in the Epcot Resort area using the minivans. How about her return to Happily Ever After, her favorite fireworks show? She got to see it again when she thought she would never see it again. She went to a new restaurant over at the Dolphin called Rosa Mexicana. We get a review of that. Dinner at Topolino's Terrace. We talk about a dinner over at El Molino and Blue Zoo and ice cream at the fountain and touring the parks using lightning lanes and virtual queues and going to the expo for Run Disney, all three races. We've got so much fun in today's show. You're going to need a seatbelt to get it all in so that you're safe. No, just kidding, but you're going to have a good time listening to today's podcast. Lots of Disney fun coming your way. Our show always brought to you, of course, by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at the Magic for Less. Com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible, and our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, Patreon.com slash Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2282 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and you got Cinco de Mayo out of your system. All the Star Wars holidays, May the 4th, Revenge of the 5th. I don't even know what today's date is, but hopefully, you know, hey, you can still watch Return of the Jedi. You can watch Empire Strikes Back. You can watch A New Hope. I don't care, but hey, hang with us because we've got a great trip report to kick off this week. And today we have a very recent trip. We're going to be talking about staying over at the Dolphin. People ask about that sometimes, Swan and the Dolphin and... We're going to get a little run Disney mixed in here too. So don't go anywhere if you're not a runner. I know sometimes people say, oh, Mike, enough with the running. It's not all going to be running, but there is going to be some. So stay tuned. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk Disney. So we're headed out to Baltimore, Maryland today. And Michelle is on the line. Michelle, hey, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. How is uh, spring on the East Coast out in uh, Maryland? Um, it's more like winter right now. Cold <laughs> again. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Not enjoying running in the rain. Not great. Uh, one word: treadmill. Uh, Weather's treadmill. always 68 and flat as a pancake, and uh, you know, same amount of light, and always kind of boring in my storage room. But you know, weather can't argue with the weather. No hills. So, but yeah. super boring. Anyway, so let's talk about your background. With Disney, as we kind of do here on the show as we kick things off. So how do you find yourself listening to a Disney podcast? How did your Disney fandom start? So I've been a Disney fan since I was probably like four is when I took my first trip with my mom. 
stayed in the Polynesian, did all of the things that you did when you were there, the luau. Um, my family's just been a Disney family my entire life. So it's ingrained in me. And now I've brought my husband into all the Disney-ness. He had not, he had never really been except for like once when he was a kid. And I think since he's been married to me, he's now annual pass holder. He talks about how he misses Disney food sometimes. So now we're just, we're all in. We're all in and just found your podcast. I want to say during probably during COVID times and hmm. got my head of Disney. I'm glad you found us. I mean, hate the circumstances, but <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Uh, the, <laughs> it was it was crazy times. We did a podcast a, 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 every day for months and months, but we did we did to get through. But let me ask you this: so you when you brought your husband kind of into this because you were the big Disney fan, did you bring him in initially, kind of kicking kicking and screaming, or was that something that? He was like, this, this looks kind of cool. Let, let's go for it. Like, because sometimes there's kind of like a battle with the significant other, because usually there's one strong Disney fan and maybe the other one is like, eh, it's a little crazy. I'm not into it. I wouldn't say he was kicking and screaming, but I think that he just kind of had to like learn to enjoy it differently. His his first Disney trip was traumatizing as a child. Dumbo was not working properly that oh. day. And so he was in the Dumbo that wouldn't go up. Oh, and so no. he just kind of posted at the bottom and his parents wouldn't let him go on it again. So like he had some Disney trauma and we, we've fixed that over the years. So now we're in a good spot, but no, his first Disney trip, he was like, that was back in the days. Like when we would go hard, like park open to park close. And I think at the end, he's like, I loved it, but I kind of hate you right now. And now we just, we're chill. We're chill. And we go to Disney. If we like lay at the pool and then go on two rides and have some dinner, we are that oh perfect that's exactly how i like to do disney too and by the way okay that, that trauma is real because when i used to be a school teacher for 17 years a few years back before i gave that up i always thought i was going to write a children's book and the title of my children's book was going to be the teacher who didn't like apples because i i don't like apples and kids would always bring, i'm so old the teacher still kids still brought me apples i don't know if I don't even know if kids know that like there's a connection between teachers and apples anymore. I doubt it. Cause that's probably like a 1800s little house on the prairie reference at this point. But here's the thing. That's another children's book right there. The, the Dumbo elephant that would not fly, you know, and then you write a whole traumatic, sad story about a sad day. This kid goes around the magic kingdom and everything goes wrong, but there, there's a title for your book. So I'm just telling you, there's your million dollar idea right there. Get on it. I'm going to write it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use a journalism degree right there and write that book. That's it. That's it. I mean, it could be, but it's got to have some kind of a happy ending. You know, I don't have a Mickey bar at the end. I don't know. <laughs> he did write it again with his dad, like a few years ago when they came with us to Disney. And so he is, they're back in a good place together with it. There's the ending to your story. Perfect. Okay. So let's talk about your trip, which obviously you took last month back in April for the Run Disney Spring Springtime Surprise Weekend. That was a mouthful. But before we get into that trip, obviously you got to be a runner to do this. Uh, how, how hardcore of a runner are you? Because that's what I like about Run Disney is you've got people that are super fast. <laughs> people that are like, you know, I always say the shorter the shorts, the faster they are, you know, and kind of thing like that. And then you know, some people are just down there to have a good time. Some people are idiots and running hot dog costumes and just don't care and almost pass no. out from the heat. I, I mean, just saying. I'm a <laughs> of one to like 10 and hardcore runner ish. I mean, I do work for a run company, so I feel like that puts me high on the yes. 
but my my running actually started because of Run Disney. I wanted to do the Expedition Everest 5K years ago in its original iteration with like the real scavenger hunt and the whole thing. And like I had always run on, as cross training, but never really like raced. And that got me hooked. And I was like, well, I want to run Disney races. And now here I am. That was probably 2012, I think, mm -hmm. the first great Expedition Everest. And now it's 2023 and we're in deep. We, but like for Disney races, I'm all about the costumes. I'm all about making sure I have a jumping across the finish line photo. I I want to have fun, but like I did PR at the marathon and at the half marathon in January. So like there's a nice combo. That's that's awesome because, you know, I'd imagine there's a there's a competitive edge to you a little bit there working for a run company. And I mean, you mentioned PR. I mean, just if you ever have that in the back of your mind, slightly competitive. I get that because mm -hmm. I that's me. You know, when I'm down there, I love to have fun. You know, like I will wear I'll bust out the hot dog costume for a 5K, but I do like to, you know, try to I still consider it a race. This is my personal philosophy with with these races in runs. I, they're still to me considered a race and I always try to give my best effort. Now I am on the backside of 40. So I know that I'm not going to keep up with the 25 year olds. They're going to smoke me out. Like my best days are past me, but I always want to give a good effort because it's still an athletic endeavor. So I, and, but I know everybody's got their own philosophy. I've never stopped for a picture because I know my personality. I'm always like, if I stop, then it's just like a stream of indie cars going past me. Like, and I just, I, that freaks me out. So you know, I get my pictures from the photo pass people during the races and, and have a good time and just kind of watch everything as it goes by and enjoy the atmosphere. But what's kind of your overall philosophy with that? Are you, you do the costume. So I'd imagine that you, if you do costumes, you probably stop for photo passes and, you know, kind um, of take it all in or what do you do overall for these race weekends? So I feel like I always go in with some sort of plan. Like I always have a costume and whether it's like, kind of abounding within my already like my running outfit like I dressed as Bo Peep for the half in January but like I had a blue run skirt and a Bo Peep tank and like accessories that you knew I was Bo Peep and my husband was the sheep um that's that cute was <laughs> um but like you know so it kind of I make sure that I can actually run in whatever I'm wearing um and like for this springtime surprise my original plan was to like chill on the 5k and the 10k and race the 10 miler. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in corral a, so like I knew it was doable. And then the weather decided to not really cooperate in the way I wanted it to. And we had For that real? lovely 92% humidity and there is no training regardless of how many miles you run that can prepare you for that. And so when I saw that, like the Galloway pacers were taking down their paces and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go out and do what I can and not suffer. And I grabbed pictures on the 10 miler and 5K, I actually had one of my best 5K times and still stopped for pictures. I stopped for every single character on the 5K. I was dressed as the Pixar ball. Oh, um, nice. And then, yeah, so it kind of, I go into it, but like I knew for January, I wanted to race that half. The weather was perfect. I wanted a PR. I knew that I could like, I was in a great spot to do it. And if I was going to get like that time, I could do it in Disney on that on, and just have fun with it. So I stopped for characters, 5k, 10k race the half. Hi Thor. Bye guy. <laughs> yeah. No, it's totally your dog's joining us right here. I love this. So yeah. no, but it's one of those things. And I think is, is you progress through doing these run Disney events. If you've been there, you know, for a few weekends, at least you kind of understand that 
okay, this morning I feel like this. And, and more importantly, especially in Florida, the weather is going to cooperate where I can give a really good effort and get a decent time. And if you have a good crowd placement, because I went out of A as well this past week over springtime surprise. And that makes a huge difference if you're trying to see if you can try to get a PR or something like or just run a decent time because you're not negotiating all the traffic out of a corral C or D, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it takes you a while to kind of get through if you're trying to really push yourself because, you know, it's just how things are. There's just more traffic. There's more congestion. There's just that's just the physics of it. There's more people in front of you. And uh, so that, that's a great thing to kind of think about, you know, as you're sitting on the bus, getting over to the thing, like, am I going to go for it this morning or am I just going to kind of dial back? Because that you're right, that that 10 miler morning, whew, that humidity was rough. And I just said, forget it. And I tried to go. And about mile seven, I got punched right in the nose by that. He's just like, dude, you're done. <laughs> that's a, those last three miles were a struggle bus. <laughs> that I somehow synced up with one of the Galloway pace groups that and like stuck with them through like from two miles. And then I got distracted by Mike Wazowski and he did to have a picture. So, but though that like got me through the, those like mile eight to 10. I was like, oh, this is, we are hitting, yeah. the, hitting it hard here. I thought about stopping with Mike because there was nobody there at the point when I went by, there was not a person in line for Mike. And I'm like, that'd be a cool picture. Like Mike and Mike and I'll label it Mike and Mike in the morning because it's super early. But then I'm like, Dude, I'm so tired. Cause like my he was as you were going back into Epcot. So he was like at mile like eight or something. I'm like, dude, don't even stop. <laughs> just get this thing, just be done. Like, just do you don't even want this thing to last 30 seconds longer than it needs to. <laughs> like you're miserable. Finish the race. That's that was I just remember it. It's like I should stop. No, don't. Anyway, so let's let's take it back to the beginning. So you guys stayed at the dolphin. So give us a quick review. How did that work out for a race weekend? And compare that to maybe some of your stays with the Disney owned hotels. Yeah, so actually we say Swan or Dolphin fairly regularly, I'd say, because we have status with Marriott, so that works out really nicely there. Um, I love the location. Like, you can't beat it. You're staying in a deluxe resort location. And I love, regardless of whether I'm staying Swan, Dolphin, or Boardwalk, or Yacht and Beach, that's literally my favorite area on property to stay in. Um, but the transportation was great in the morning. Same thing as all the other resorts. You go on out, and the bus is a little bit down from where the normal bus picks you up. Um, we, I made breakfast in the room every morning before I went out. I'm one of those people who like, before I run, I need to be very well fed. Like I'm just that person. And um, so I brought, we sent a toaster to the hotel. <laughs> Good idea. So, um, and like ordered waffles and things like that to put in after breakfast. Um, but it worked out really well. I just, I love that whole resort area. Yeah, I've stayed there and it was, it was the only thing I missed was like the whole like Disney. I'm just like a nerd. I like the pop century feel, but I, you're right. You can't beat the amenities. You can't beat the beds. Beds yeah. are super comfortable over there. And the location is amazing. Now, so you, you went there with your husband and some friends and apparently your husband was on a scooter because he had had an injury in the New York city half yeah. or something like that. So you, how, how did that go traveling with your party and kind of getting the logistics of a group together for a run Disney weekend? So we went down, we were always planning to go down on Tuesday and just kind of have Tuesday, Wednesday and part of Thursday to chill and like do whatever we wanted to do, ride Guardians. Um, and then about a, three weeks prior to the race weekend, he got a stress fracture at another race and was on crutches. So obviously did not get to run this weekend and we ended up renting him a scooter 
um, which was an interesting experience. Sure. Never done that before. Um, so there he is just rolling through all the parks on his scooter, uh, which was hilarious watching him actually try to get onto the train in conservation station at Animal Kingdom. And like, cause you have to back up the scooter to get yeah. on. That'd be my worst um, nightmare. <laughs> and everybody's watching. Literally. And like, we were not, we were definitely like laughing at him and not helping the situation at all. We were very like Waldorf and Statler. Right. Oh one. yeah. I mean, if it's your significant other and it's like a temporary situation, right? I mean, you know yeah. that like he's going to bounce back here shortly. This is going to be like probably a one-time shot. Yes. Oh yeah. And enjoy that. Somebody can't back that sucker up. <laughs> oh, yeah. so it was, so we ended up going down Tuesday and our two other friends who joined us came down. Uh, one came down Thursday morning so that she could go to bid pickup with like do the expo. And the other one wasn't running. She was just along for the trip regardless. Um, and came in Friday, basically met us at the pool on Friday afternoon every morning when we were done running, she's like, okay guys, let's go. I'm ready for the parks. And we're like, stand by. We, we need to, you want us, you want us to shower. Yeah. Uh, but so that worked out really well though. I was basically in charge of all the planning. They're like, it is in your hands. You are the Disney expert. You tell us where to eat, when to go, where to go, what we're doing. And it is all on you. Okay. So let's give a, let, let's take it from Tuesday now. So you get there, you get it settled in at the, at the dolphin there and you have some these days prior to the races because the races were Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 5k, 10k, half. You had to be there Thursday if you want to get your bibs and so forth. So really the, the events for the race weekend were Thursday through Sunday, but you guys were there Tuesday. So you're there for a couple of days to kind of just have fun as vacationers off the top. So highlights from Tuesday, that first full day of basically a Disney vacation. Um, so highlights on Tuesday, we came in Tuesday afternoon, we grabbed some lunch at Dolphin. I love the, hung out by the pool there for a little bit. I love that pool. Um, that morning I had gone on and gotten us a virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, hands down my favorite ride in all of Disney right now. It's pretty fun. Um, I just wish I could take it, but it's fun. It is cool. So great. Um, so before we went over to Guardians, we actually went to Rosa Mexicana that just opened up in Dolphin um, and had some chips and guac and a margarita there. Walked over to Epcot, which was great to have a little bit of time between the chips and guac and margarita before riding Guardians. Um, and then actually went to dinner at Topolino's, which I'd actually, we had breakfast there, but we've never done dinner before. Um, so we took the Skyliner, which I know everybody loves the Skyliner and I want to love it, but it is honestly my biggest fear. And so I get on there and I'm just like, I really? hate this. Topolino's is worth it. I hate it, but Topolino's is worth it. Like I can't even go on the Ferris wheel in Disneyland, the fun wheel. Well, see, no. I've never been on the Ferris wheel at Disneyland because, okay, well, we just ran out of time. Actually, I could have ridden it again when I was there just a couple months ago. I just didn't, I didn't, I don't know why I didn't, but the, I'm not getting on those, those, the buckets that, that swirl or, you yeah. know, flip. I'm not doing that. Cause I've just heard too many horror stories, but I, I would, I think I could ride the reg. I know I could ride the regular buckets. I just, I need to do that. But what is it about that? I've heard a couple people say that. Is it the height thing or is it just that no. it's kind of like, it, I, it appears to be dangling like by one piece. Is that yeah, it? <laughs> I don't like, I don't like ski lifts. I don't like anything like that where I am just dangling. Like roller coasters, love them. I will ride every ride except for mission space. Cause I'm, I can't, I'm too old for mission space now. Um, no, I hear you. <laughs> There's something about it, and when the wind picks up, and then it like stops and starts at yeah. the turnaround station, I just it does swing. 
they, my friends sit there and they laugh at me and I'm just like, I hate, no, this is not for me. No, but I, it's worth it to go to Topolino's. There so. you go. I, I I can't say a word. I would not get on an airplane for decades. So and I finally will. And it, it was totally irrational. Now I love flying. Like I mean, I think it's a great. It's part of the vacation. But that's, so let me ask you real quick though about that Rosa Mexicana. I've never heard of that actually. Uh, and this is disturbing me that there's a Mexican location that I am unaware of. This is bothering me greatly. So tell me about that real quick. Is this like a little canteen or something? No. So, okay. So Rosa Mexicana actually also has locations in New York and Washington, DC. Um, so it's not like a chain per se. They're like very, like very limited, but it just opened in dolphin. If you go past where like fountain is the mm -hmm. ice cream. Place. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I um, eat a fountain all the time. Like three days. I, I think it may have opened like, so April 1st or April 2nd. So it was brand oh, new. Oh, man. Brand new. But I like, highly recommend. They have great, the bartenders are great. The um, the drinks are fantastic. The the food is great. We always, like they have different kinds of guacamole and we just hung out. It was super nice. Very cool. Wait, and everybody pretend like we mentioned that on Friday's show about Cinco de Mayo. Rosa Mexicana, yes. the dolphin. We mentioned it. You just didn't hear it. You just didn't hear it. Okay. So you guys went over to Topolinos. You saw the fireworks uh, from the roof, which is a pretty cool view because I've, I've, I've had Topolinos dinner over there and that was, I mean, it was harmonious back then, but I loved harmonious from the roof. It was beautiful. It was like, like I told Scott, it's almost like if God looked down at the fireworks, it's probably what it would look like. <laughs> yeah. It was a great spot to see it in. And actually we had made reservations the only thing I get was like 8.55 that night. And so we ended up going over early figure worst case scenario. We grab a drink at Riva Bar and like then go up for our reservation. But we got there and the bar at Topo, like I think it was like around 7.30, empty. Like, and that's like a great, don't tell everybody this, but now yeah. everybody's going to hear it. Just between us. <laughs> Just between us. You don't need a reservation to sit at the bar. And chances are the bar is going to be empty and you can get the full menu. And it was great. So we had drinks and dinner and then brought like our drinks outside and hung out and watched the fireworks. Um, they piped the music in the same way they do at California Grill for fireworks and Magic Kingdom. Um, and then, yeah, so that was fantastic. It's really it, nice. And you solved the problem with the uh, Skyliner going back. You uh, caught a minivan. Yes, minivan. I'm so happy minivans are back. <laughs> um, so if you do have a scooter or a wheelchair and you need a minivan, make sure you get the right minivan. Don't get the, make sure there's an accessible one. Didn't know that till after they told me there's an accessible one. So they had to lift the scooter into the minivan, uh, which they, are, they were great and they very generously helped us do that, so. Yeah, I think the minivan that's accessible actually is a van. I, th I think it's yeah. like a, it, 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 it's a van. It's, you know, for real. But that's yeah. ironic. Okay, so the next day, it looks like you guys had a super chill Wednesday, like kind of midday, because you're you're also a figure skating coach. So you did some coaching of some of your uh, your athletes down in, in Central Florida that happened to be training down there. And your husband got to hit the spa. How about that? He's got a hurt leg. I mean, why not lay it up and uh, get, a, get a little treatment there, it sounds like. Yeah, he went for like the beard trim and facial type of thing. Um, he was very happy about it though. He looked he looked great. He was like, it was so nice and relaxing. Um, I was off teaching. I was in the cold ice rink um, for a couple hours and he did that and it was lovely. He was sending me pictures. He's like, look how nice and glowing I look. I was like, yeah, my, my wife got me, um, after my very first full marathon back in 2015, 
she got me for Christmas. You know, she gave it to me at Christmas time. She knew we'd be going down, you know, two weeks later, uh, a, a sweetest massage over at the census spot, the Grand Floridian. And I was a total fish out of water. I did not know what I was doing because I'm not a massage guy, but I knew I'd be sore. So I went over there and same thing. Like I was sending her pictures, like I had on a robe, I had on slippers and I'm in this, you know, look like a Greek or Roman. Some, I don't even know, just some fancy room. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I, just, I, I just want my body to not hurt. I don't need all the fancy, but this is kind of cool. <laughs> They're giving me like water with lemons in it and magazines and stuff. But I mean, you're on vacation. You gotta, you gotta take care of yourself, I guess. Yeah, he loved it. He loved it and then hung out while well, he was going to go to the pool and then it started raining. So we hung out like on the balcony of our room until I got back and perfectly timed with bringing up some Starbucks for him. And, uh, you know, then we went down to the pool for a bit. Very nice. You wrapped up that night with uh, dinner over at Steakhouse 71 and went to the Magic Kingdom and you got to see and I still haven't seen it because I, 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 I was only there for the race weekend when I was there and I, I could not stay out that late. I know it sounds bad, but I, early wake up calls happily ever after so how was the meal how was the night um steakhouse 71 was great we loved it again sat at the bar um different bar menu but we love their burgers are great their onion rings are great everything about it again those bartenders are also fantastic um but yeah happily ever after we were there the week it ended and i was like saying my sad sad goodbyes mm-hmm. and I cried for the full, what is it, 26 and a half minutes. That That's a long cry. <laughs> like wearing my happily ever after shirt and was, I was a mess and like, but so happy that it's back. It's, I love wishes. I love it, love it, love it. But there's just something that happily ever after, like it strikes a chord in me that I, I could be listening to the Disney station on satellite. And if they play happily ever after, I'm like, blubbering yes. and I need to pull over my car. Right. Dis- I'm so glad that they, I feel that they listened on this and I feel they live, they listened with harmonious going away and trying to come up with something better. I mean, that makes me feel like they're trying because this is something I believe that hardcore fans really wanted to have back and they gave us back. I, I, I think, you know, casuals probably don't care one way or the other as long as they have a fireworks show, but I'm glad because there's so many people that say exactly what you say. I, I'm kind of a wishes guy, like for Magic Kingdom, just because that was my time when I first started going, like wishes, Spectre Magic kind of thing. But for Mallory, that's her show, and she loves that, and so I love it too. You know, it's a great show, and I got—I'm bummed I didn't see it, but I mean, I'm also a guy that I—I got to get sleep. I got, there's no way I could have stayed out because it's only there for the race nights. So that's we made sure we did it early because uh, I was like, I have to see it. And the the projections on this on Main Street were really a nice addition. It's not overkill; it just enhances everything that was already there. So. All right, so let's buckle in for race activities. So Thursday, everybody goes to the expo, but you say in your notes, expo times two. So tell me about that. Yeah, so we are, my one friend, our one friend who's coming in on Thursday, got in later in the afternoon. So we went back to the expo with her. So we went there in the morning. Honestly, it was the chillest expo experience ever. I mean, I think anything compared to Marathon Weekend Expo is going to be chill. Correct. It was way chill (laughs) compared to Marathon. It was like, great. We got there. We um i picked up my bibs was like fingers crossed for corral a got my corral a i was so happy we got some photos over there went to get um the race t-shirts and just walk around the main expo area for a bit um got some stuff over there saw jeff galloway and then our um time was called to go back for the virtual queue for the disney merch 
and we're walking in and I'm expecting the whole line. Like mm -hmm. you usually are, there was no line. I was like, I feel like I should be standing, you know, like auxiliary room. They yeah, have right. standing. I call it, I call it the cheer warm up room. Cause during, yeah. during cheer comps, that's where they warm up before they hit the stage. Yeah. I was like, I should stand in here for 20 minutes just for the heck of it. Cause I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. No. Like, <laughs> Like, You'll that, do that in January. Well, not everything we wanted. I actually am wearing my springtime surprise. Like I got the yellow socks, the little things on them. Nice. Um, got the jacket I had wanted to buy because it was purple and it had thumb holes. So I was like, all right, I need this jacket. Um, picked up some pins for people and that was it. Did my mobile checkout and got some photos like with the numbers. And I will say that my crowning achievement from this weekend, forget anything else. I did not knock over any of the numbers, like where you can That's take good. photos. Yep. I knocked over the nine and 19.3 last year. I thought it would be a little more stable than it was. And I like leaned against it and like. I hope somebody got a picture of that. Oh, oh there is photos. There's, there were cast <laughs> members just like trying to hide, like laughing at me. So no, you're uh, asking for it at that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was great. It was so great. But, That's uh, great. Yeah. So. Oh man. Yeah. So I, yeah, by the time I got there, I think my expo or my virtual, cause I went, I just went in and out. I just, I just want to get my stuff. And, uh, and, but I went through the run Disney official merchandise and I think my virtual queue time was like one, but by the time I got over there, they weren't even checking. They're like, just everybody can go in. We're not doing virtual queues anymore. Just walk in. It was nice. It was so nice. And I saw I didn't buy anything. At all. Oh, I bought a hat. No, I didn't even buy a hat this time. I bought that in February. I don't think I bought anything. I just kind of cruised through and saw a little browsing and got out. Cause I was like, I, my wife kills. I have so many run Disney shirts, like so many. So if I come home with extra shirts, she really does get fired up. Cause I came home with four more, yeah. you know, cause I was doing the challenge. So there you go. All right. So you guys went to blue zoo for dinner that night. Again, we don't talk about that on this show very much. So give us a quick review of that. Um, it was great. The atmosphere is cool. The music has an interesting vibe in there. It's very like clubby music, mm -hmm. but it's really good food. Um, and it was convenient because it was like in the hotel. We did want to have a late dinner since the 5k was the next morning. Um, so we went there and then got ice cream at Fountain next door um, and called it a night. So it was just very chill and relaxed. We were actually supposed to go to Olivia's originally, which I know was one of your favorites. Yes, it is. But um, like logistically getting over there with the scooter and the whole thing, we were just like, let's do Blue Zoo. We like it here. Let's let's do that. Yeah. That, I mean, seriously, over race weekend, just when you have proximity with, uh, you know, like a dining location, that trumps all, really. I mean, we were staying at uh, Riverside one time. We had boat rights and it was great, you know, and plus, you know, we could just walk right to our room after we were done. We didn't have to deal with transportation because we're like. We should go to Disney Springs. I mean, we could have taken a boat, but then it ended up pouring down rain and then we'd had to take a bus and, you know, just if you can eat at your hotel, you know, and it, everywhere you eat at Walt Disney World is going to be good. I mean, it's going to be probably as good at something or better than something at home. And I'm sure you guys kind of agree there. You got, got to have ice cream at the fountain. That's a great place to get ice cream. It's got, I always say, if you can't get in beaches and cream, that's a good option. They even have peanut butter and jelly uh, shakes. Yes. Yeah. I had, cause I, so I should not have real ice cream. And so I made the good choice to have just like the dairy free kind, mm -hmm. especially knowing that like I had three days of running yep. and it was great, but they 
my friends had peanut butter and they loved it. Yeah, so. it's real pink, but it's uh super. I don't care, it's super good. Because when I got no. it the one time, I was like, "This is this peanut butter and jelly?" Like, yeah, it is. I'm like, mm, "Yeah, it sure is. Tastes good." I got it on the Fourth yeah. of July, actually. Okay, Friday, five five K day is a weird day, especially if you're running out of Corral A, right? Because if you go, you know, in any kind of pace, and you're at the front of the corrals, you get done rather quickly. You can get back to your room rather quickly, and you can still rope drop a theme park even though you've already done a race, had a shower, and probably grabbed a quick breakfast if you're hustling, which is bizarre. So how did you guys make this day happen? So we were on the first bus over. Um, I always like to be on the first bus, just makes me feel better. Um, I was in Corral A, my friend was in Corral C. Um, so yeah, I mean, we got some photos ahead of time with the characters that were out. Uh, I think we got like Mater that day, and whoever else was there. It's a, it's a blur in the morning. I'd have to like go look through my photos. No, I, hear you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were done running, got more photos at the end, got a Joffrey's from the truck at the, um, at Epcot parking lot. We're back on the bus and eating breakfast at Il Molino, uh, not Il Molino, uh, Treachery El Forno. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. We had a 730 ADR and we were, 7.30, I was eating my avocado toast. Um, so it worked out perfectly. Went back, showered, and basically rope dropped Animal Kingdom. Maybe we were at Animal Kingdom at like 8.45, 9 o'clock. It's crazy, though, because your, your whole internal clock is off that first day of the 5K, right? Because at 8.45, when you're rope dropping a theme park, it feels like it's noon. Because you've already done so much. You've already gotten up, gotten dressed, uh, you know, gotten hyped up for a race, run a whole race, got a medal, probably gone, gone back, showered, already probably had breakfast and here you are at a theme park. I mean, you've done half a day's worth of work already and you're just now rope dropping a theme park. You're most everybody else's day is just starting. It's a bizarre feeling on that 5k day. It's bizarre. And like, you're just hungry all the time. I'm like, True. I need to eat again. And I need to eat again. Like, what should I be eating now? It's, it's terrible, but it's great. I mean, it's, worth it so. so how was animal kingdom when you went over there were the crowds good and any of favorites that you guys always enjoy over there shows attractions um, yeah the crowds are pretty decent um i will say we have a das pass so that does always help a little bit um but my friend who was with us had never been to animal kingdom so everything was new there for her so we made sure we hit like everest and like uh avatar we went to we didn't do any of the shows but we did like Obviously we did Safari, we did Dinosaur, we had Buffalo chicken chips at Trillo Bites. I feel like that's a must do for us. Um, did we miss anything in Animal Kingdom? No, we took, went to Conservation Station, we went, we pet the animals. So we, we hit all of the things. Um, yeah, and then we're back at the pool and just relaxing in the afternoon. So we had a, it was a good day. It was like very productive Animal Kingdom day. That's how to do it too during race weekend. Go to the park, have a lot of fun, and then bounce out mid-afternoon and be like, okay, we're, we're shutting it down. You know, we're going to yeah. have a good, maybe some little pool time, dinner. <laughs> I like the way you guys do ice cream every night, it looks like. I, I ain't tried, so do I. <laughs> I went all the way from uh, Pop Century over to the boardwalk to get ice cream, and I still have a stain on those shorts. I've washed them four times. By the way, Boardwalk chocolate chip ice cream does not come out of shorts. It does not. I've got a spot on my shorts and it will not come out. My wife's like, is this blood? I'm like, no, it's ice cream from the Boardwalk ice cream place. I Terrible. swear it's ice cream. Yeah, I know, no. it's horrible. 
But uh, so you guys went to dinner that night though at Ale and Compass. We talked. Mm -hmm. Pam talks about this. She loves this place, and I love it too. So how was it for you guys over at the Yacht Club? Love Ale and Compass. It's like someplace we always go. Actually, whether it's sitting in the Ale and Compass lounge or like at the actual restaurant, we always go there. They have great burgers. The Parker House rolls are delicious. Oh yeah, they are. Um, it was. I I love. I love it there. We always go. Um, where do we always also go? Oh, and the buffalo cauliflower is great too. Um, and then it's that. right next to Beaches and Cream. So we clearly walked right over to Beaches and Cream, got some ice cream because, you know, we've already had eight gazillion steps that day. Oh, heck um, yeah. I mean, so, so what would you guys get over at Beaches? Did you guys get like just a cone or did you get a shake? Or did you guys go all the way like to a No Way Jose? Did you go big? No, or? we just got like ice cream. We just were, we were smart. We kept it easy, just yeah. got some ice cream. Um, yeah. Okay. So. All right. Saturday, 10K. Day. I like the 10K. I think that might be my favorite distance because it, it you get to run longer than the 5K. The 5K seems like you, you put in, you know, like two hours of work to get out there for like 35 minutes or, you know, 45 minutes or whatever it takes you to finish an hour. At least the 10K seems like you're out there for a decent amount of time for all the effort you're putting in to get up at 2.30 in the morning. I, in the, you know, other, once you get longer than that, it's just painful. So I like 10K. So how was it for you? And then you guys did a Magic Kingdom day behind that. But 10K day was this, we kind of talked about the top of the show, but was it what you were expecting? Yeah, 10K day was great. Um, got a little, the it got a little toasty and humid that day. I think that's when it, like, it all started to kind of start rolling in. Um, but 10k was great. My husband was able to come down and cheer for mile like four, five on the boardwalk. He was right there, so that was awesome. Um, so for him to be able to just come right over from the Dolphin um, and cheer over there with some other friends um, from the American Cancer Society race team, so they were all over there cheering. And then um, yeah, it is. It's like again, got all my characters in. I think I skipped the only characters I skipped were the ones I already had from the day before. Um, but otherwise, got them all and had the great race. We were the uh, the pink sorority girls from Monsters University was our costume that day. Nice, good, good costume. Um, so that was cute. Um, great photos. Got all my photo pass. I always like. I gotta get every photo. The photo pass photographers are the best photographers ever. So like, they always make you look good no matter how terrible you feel at a race. Somewhere. So most of the time I always get a couple where I'm like, Oh man, I look like I'm, oh. run, like I'm a running corpse. <laughs> yeah. like, for the most part. Um, but then we hop back on the bus. I think we were probably on one of the first buses back, um, to the resort and at like six fifty nine, I'm like, Oh my God, gotta get Tron. Gotta get Tron. Right. Having like, Literally, I was like, we have to stop walking because we were back at the resort starting to walk to the, um, into the, to order breakfast to bring back to the room. And I was like, stop, count me in, like, give me the 10 seconds, give me the, and we didn't get trying on the, um, what's it called? The virtual, the virtual queue. queue. So we, yeah. we made the executive decision. I was like, guys, I'm buying it. I don't care. It's 20 bucks. <laughs> like, and my friends were like, fine, do it, buy it. Like, we don't know when we're getting back here. And I wanted to go on it. And honestly, buying it was a great decision. It like, it made me not feel stressed about having to try to get the one o'clock drop. Yep. 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 That's so. peace of mind. Right. I mean, it's kind of like travel insurance. Like, you know, I, I might not need it, but at least once you buy it, you can have peace of mind for the entire, for the six months before, you know, like it's, it's buying you peace of mind. You might not use it, but at least you're not going to worry from now until November that something could happen. You know, you're no, locked in. I, uh, I felt very calm about it, but 
yeah, and then we went to, I think we showered, grabbed some breakfast, walked over to the boardwalk to take the bus to Magic Kingdom since the Swan and Dolphin bus drops you off at the TTC and then you have to take the monorail. So we do that. Um, but yeah, hit everything in Magic Kingdom that day. Like, I want to say maybe the one thing we didn't hit was the flying carpets of Aladdin. That's but okay. otherwise... We'll allow that. <laughs> it's a spinner. No, let me, yeah. it's, it's, I'll tell you my thing with the, with the virtual queue. Cause this is the virtual queue in the run. Like I remember on Sunday, cause I did it on Saturday as well. I went to the yeah. magic kingdom and I had never been on Tron. So I was trying to get the virtual queue, but I was in a, and I was waiting. I was like in the top five or 10 people to be like waiting for my bus. And they wouldn't let the buses leave until X amount of time. So they, I was first on the first bus to get back. I got back to pop. And then I was like sitting there, it was like 638 or something. And I was in this pickle because I'm like, do I have time to take a shower before it was like, no, it was like 646 or something. I mean, it was like where I was like, eh, I probably have time to get a shower, but like, do I want to like toy my phone or like tempt fate? I was like, yes, I do. Cause I don't want to just burn 14 minutes. Like time's money in the mornings at Disney. So I got in, took a shower. So I remember I was shaving, shaving cream on my face. And it was like 659. I'm like, oh no. So then I'm like, you know, wipe it off my finger. Like, oh, don't get it on my screen. And I actually got in the virtual queue that day. Oh. I know. So I got a free ride. I only did it once. You got to do it twice. It looks like, but it was a really thrilling ride. I enjoyed it a ton. I thought it was very, you know, being a kid from the eighties myself, like and somebody who saw the movie, like I thought it was pretty sweet. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it is short, but that, short's fine with me at my age. So I'm good. Yeah. No, I thought it was <laughs> awesome. We, I, I thought, well, I couldn't get into the the light cycle thing. I was like having issues and it was like a me thing. My They were all laughing because I was like, why can I not get in this properly? And like the cast member was like, ma'am, you have to get in so we can push this down. I'm like, I can't figure out how to get then you gotta in. You got to grab the bars and tug them back. <laughs> so then we got it again for the one o'clock. So for the first time we wrote it, we were rows two and three. And then we got it again for the one o'clock drop. I was like, I'm going to get it this time. We got it. And we asked to be in rows one and two. So again, for some reason, I could not figure out how to get into the light cycle. Finally, I get myself in whatever row one. Oh my goodness. I was, in, I was in row two. I, was, I wanted to be in one, but I got busted with a fanny pack on. So I wasn't going to ask. So two was no, good. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. It was so cool. So. That's a cool ride. I want everybody to get on it. It's okay. So you guys went to El Molino that night. So I went for the first time, fancy Italian place, very good food. Cause Scott, Scott booked this one. We got busted though. Cause you're not allowed to wear a hat in the dining room, which I didn't know, which I don't have a problem with. So we just took our hats off, but there's Mike Rollman without a hat. Everybody freaks out when they see me on social media without a hat on, which I get cause I always wear a hat, but great food. And we had awesome wait staff. We had like three people waiting on our table and they were all great. I mean, it reminded me of a cruise line experience. Like you just had people everywhere, like taking care of you. I liked it a lot. I was a fan of this place. So what's your review? Um, I love it. It's like, I feel like we always go before a half marathon when we're there. So it felt right to do it before the 10 miler, um, get pizza, get some like good carbs in there. But the staff was great. It was a little cold in there. We were like freezing that night. I don't know. Maybe it was probably just that night, but otherwise everything is fantastic there. Yeah. Um, I will say we did not have ice cream that night. Oh, but man. I did. It's okay. We had a Rice Krispie treat. We had Mickey Mouse Rice Krispie treats. 
So that works. We'll we'll allow that. We'll allow that. All right. Yeah. So ten miler, the big dog for this weekend. You did the ten miler. We talked about the humidity. We talked about the heat. We talked about the distance. After that, you guys went to Epcot. So how was Epcot? Because again, this you're starting a little bit later because the race takes longer. You got more going. Let me ask you this too, real quick. So what were your thoughts on the, like the metals, the theme? Cause it's kind of a toy uh, Pixar theme, uh, the shirts, the whole, the whole, the kind of overall thematic, uh, aspect of the weekend. So I love Pixar. I love toy story. It's like probably one of my favorite Pixar films. So the fact that it was Pixar, I was super happy with, I knew immediately like what costumes I wanted to do as soon as they released it all. Um, love the metals. I love that. Like, the door opens for the monsters one it's like, cute that one i love um and i love the the challenge medal with the seagulls from mm-hmm. emo uh i think it was, i thought they were great yeah um shirts the shirts are the shirts like i don't whatever i throw them on when i go for a run they make me happy yeah um, I, I i really i mean i like them a lot i love this theme like i thought this yeah. theme was just fun you know because i I'm not a big movie person, but I do. I have seen all these movies because I'm a, you know, Pixar, Toy Story is my favorite Disney movie. So I love that. I love Buzz and Woody. And then, you know, of course, I've seen Finding Nemo. Of course, I've seen Cars, you know, Monsters, Inc. Love that. You know, so I just I liked it all. And it just it, the medals were just I loved them. Like they, I thought they hit a home run on all the medals. The medals were great. Now, what it what it has me longing for because they did this so well. It was like a Muppets weekend. You know what I'm saying? Because think about the. The, the, the library of Muppets you could use for like four, four races or, you know, like three races in a challenge, like a style, you know, Waldorf and it was style. What's his guy's name? A Waldorf and his buddy. Yeah. I mean, right there. Boom. You know, you have them as like a two course challenge or something. And, oh, come on. Crabby old men. That's what I want is my challenge medals. Yeah. I know. Tell me about it. He's right there looking at us right now. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, so how was Epcot, though, after the races? Epcot was great. So Guardians of the Galaxy we got for our boarding group. I actually had somebody do it for me because I was nervous. Like, I wasn't nervous that I was going to be done running. I knew I'd have enough time in terms of, like, my run. But I know that sometimes the cell service gets kind of wonky over there with Mm -hmm. everybody on. And so I had it back up. I was like, I need you to do this for me. They... We were already back at the hotel, so I knew we were safe, but she got me that. Um, she got us the boarding passes. Um, didn't realize, but it actually worked in our favor because we had planned to be there because Epcot usually opens at 9. We were planning to be there at like 8.30, 8.45 for like early time. Well, Epcot didn't open until 9.30 that morning because the race still, or didn't open till 10 that morning because the race still going through. I didn't know that. Yeah, hmm. I didn't know that either. And we got there a little bit later than we had anticipated, but it actually worked out well because extra hour or whatever, whatever they call it, started at 9.30. So we got in line for Ratatouille um, and then ended up getting offline for Ratatouille and going to Frozen ever after because it just, the line was already ridiculous and we were like, we'll get back to it later. Um, Rode Frozen ever after, met Anna and Elsa afterwards, because why not? Like, there was no line. And then, um, yeah, hit up some food booths, got some snacks for Flower and Garden. Um, we rode everything except Nemo and Mission Space, because no, 
So. And those are two good ones. If you're going to skip something, I mean, no. <laughs> not bad to skip. Do you wear your medals and get pictures like around the park oh, medals and stuff like absolutely. that too? Yeah. Wear the medals. Um, then we got a couple of really good pictures with them and the medals get heavy after a while. I mean, yeah, they, I know they car, do actually. Wearing the medal around the park is even harder. It like gets in your, uh, a lot, but yeah, wore the medals, took good pictures. Um, had a great time there and then our friends left sunday night actually because they had to go back to work on monday yeah i so, had to leave sunday night too I, I i feel their pain i was on a plane that afternoon yeah it's tough i do remember though that morning the whole bus everybody was trying to get a virtual queue that like that sunday morning sitting on the bus like when seven o'clock and i knew like i was i was not trying for because i don't do guardians so i was like I was, I was just sitting there kind of laughing at everybody because i knew some of the people on the bus just from other races i've, I've run so many races i've known people and yeah. there's, there's two people on the bus that i you know just acquaintance with from other races and i was watching them. i was just like i don't have to get these <laughs> and i was like i can feel the tension in this place ah they're like shut up mike anyway okay so after that though you guys had dinner over at the boathouse yeah popular here so with pam what would you guys think so we love Boathouse. That's like another one we go to. We've been going there a lot more often lately. Um, again, I love to sit at the bar at any restaurant. Like we had a reservation, but we were like, if we can get two seats at the bar, let's sit there. So our friends went back. We went to the hotel, changed, may have taken like a quick power nap because at that point, mm -hmm. you know, fresh and hard. Um, went to Boathouse for dinner. It was great. Put our name down on Gideon's list before we went to have dinner. Good call. Pro tip. Yeah. Yeah. Put your name down um had dinner walked around hit some of the stores um and then as we were getting ready to leave they we got called for gideon's so it worked out perfectly got cookies to bring home got my peanut butter iced coffee which was fantastic and got back to the resort and just like crashed done you guys have been going like crazy and you had one more day you were still there on monday which it looks yeah. like monday you slept in and did a studios day before you guys headed back but so give me a quick review because we're running a little short, but uh, yeah. with studios, but you also got to eat a backyard barbecue, one of the newest places to explore and to dine over in Toy Story Land at, uh, at the studios. So how was the day at the studios and in that new restaurant? So we got to studios a little bit later. We, I took, we didn't set an alarm that morning, slept in, which worked out because it was pouring anyway. So I was like, it's fine. I don't want to be in studios when it's pouring. Um, got to studios, did Tower of Terror, actually did, um, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy, which I'd never done before. Yeah, it's um, a cute little show. I, nobody knows it's down there. <laughs> it was a great photo op for metal. That's exactly <laughs> right. I bet you it was very popular that weekend just no. because of the metal for the 5K. Nobody was there. So took photos and then rode Slinky Dog and then had dinner at um, Backyard Barbecue. It was fun. It was really good. Um, the whole theming, I don't like, don't want to give spoilers because if you go, like you are going to get excited for those things, but the food was great. The, the cast members were great. The one we had had actually come over from some of the fine dining locations. Like he had been at Tiffin. So they, you know, you never, they never put new staff in when they just open a restaurant up. So it was all these really experienced cast members. Um, yeah, the food was fantastic. And my husband's a stickler for barbecue. We have a, we have a smoker in our backyard. So like. Nice. He's very much like, I need my good barbecue. Um, closed out with a ride on, on Toy Story Midway Mania. And then head back to the hotel and, you know, off to off to MCO. Back to back to Maryland. Back to reality. <laughs> That's how it goes. So um, 
as we wrap this up, so the one thing I'm, and this is so dumb. The reason I want to go to, to backyard barbecue, I want to use the big pencil. Did you guys get, oh. did you guys get to use the big pencil? I know oh, you don't want to yeah. get spoilers, but those are, everybody's probably seen that picture on social media. Come oh, on. I have a video of him. Like, <laughs> he's like looking up and he's a lefty. So watching him try to maneuver the giant pencil was great. See, I want to, if I was still teaching, I would figure out where they got those. And then when I loaned out a pencil to a kid who has eaten 26 pencils already this year and says, Mr. Rallman, I don't have a pencil. That would be the pencil I'd loan them. And it would not fit out the door so they can't steal my pencils when they leave. Like, Give my pencil. It's too big. Anyway, so what do you have on the agenda? Like, what's your next trip? Do you have anything on the books? Do you have anything uh, kind of just uh, blue sky? What What's up? So we are already booked for January, for December to January. Um... I'll be going back down in June for to coach, but also hit some Disney while we're there. Um, I'm very lucky that my students are also Disney people and pass holders, so we will just pop over into a park for a little bit. Um, for the summer, we are looking at potentially doing Alaska on a Disney cruise. Oh, that's super nice, yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Very nice. Well, yeah, hey, and so also, I, I got to tell you, because I know we talked before we start recording, you're going to run your first full marathon in New York City, and you're you're uh, you're from New Jersey, so you're in that greater New York area. So I just want to wish you good luck because there's nothing like a full marathon, man. It changes your life, and just wish you the best. And I, I want to run that one myself someday, so I can't wait. And uh, congratulations already on that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, well, hey, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, we'll have to do it again. And I'm glad you had a successful challenge weekend down for a springtime surprise. And thanks for sharing it all with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. This was fun. All righty. Don't forget our show today brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check us out over at themagicforless.com. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Again, swing by the site today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That's one extra click that supports everything we do throughout the year. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the BR Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. Come on over, join us. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. We'll have the live show this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. It's you, me, and Scotty G. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Give us a call. It's the open line on Facebook and YouTube. We'll see you Sunday night. And uh, give me a follow on the social media. Be our guest, Mike, Instagram and Twitter. I'd love to talk to you this week as well. All right, time to hop out of here and let you get on with your week. So for Michelle, I'm Mike wishing you a great week. Make it awesome. So until we talk again on Wednesday, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.